The Life Simplified ladies are doing a short survey to improve the podcast, and we'd love to hear your feedback. For a chance to win some UK swag, complete our survey linked in our show notes. Thanks. Sometimes life is messy. Have you ever wished you could refocus your mind, home, relationships, and work life? Join us as we use research-based information to make practical changes and simplify life. This is Life Simplified. Welcome back to Life Simplified. Today's episode is going to be about keeping your family active during the winter months. You have two choices when winter arrives. You may bundle up and go back to sleep, or you can bundle up and embark on an outdoor of winter adventure. It's important to stay physically active and busy all year long. There is no justification for stopping your physical exercise as temperature months drop. In fact, there are some clear benefits to exercising in chilly temperatures versus exercising in warmer weather. Trying to be busy in the winter months can be hard because of the weather, but it also is very beneficial for you and your family. Hey ladies, do you guys have any activities that you all do with your uh, family, your children through winter months to try to stay, you know, active or just to keep them, you know, being able to go? We like to go sledding and play in the snow whenever we have the opportunity, which it doesn't always snow. So I guess we're hibernating the rest of the times, but that is something that we do enjoy when we get a nice snow. Always love to sled and play in snow. I think sometimes um, we are more likely to go on walks uh, around our farm when it's colder out than during the hot months. One, because it just can get so hot (laughs) that it's just completely miserable to be out there. But then also, Things, um, once you get past the fall, things start to slow down a little bit for my husband on the farm. And so we have a little bit more time to do that. So I am definitely not opposed to bundling up and getting out there. And, you know, most times once you get moving um, a few minutes in, you warm up and it's, it's just nice to be out getting fresh air when you're less likely to throughout the day. Yeah, it's the same for us. Um, we wait or well, I try to wait till like you know, like the middle of the day, usually when it's a little warmer and it's not as cold. So maybe not first thing, but trying to just at least go outside and take a walk, get some fresh air. And sometimes there are times during the winter that it's a little bit warmer too. So just taking advantage of the opportunities and the weather when it's nice is kind of usually what we do. Yeah, absolutely. And I think when the sun is out, sometimes it actually feels warmer than what the temperature might be. So it can be it can be a good time to go for hikes and walks and some of those things. Most definitely. You know, that we think about the winter months is when we're going to hibernate, you know, just like you guys said well ago. And we tend not to want to go out, but we still have good benefits of being able to get out and enjoy maybe the sun or just getting some fresh air and everything. But also we had the benefit of no heat or humidity for that day as well, because summer months, as we have experienced this summer, we've had lots of hot days with lots of 
humidity. So we don't have to deal with that as much when it is winter months. You can also may be able to work out longer in the cold then um, versus the hot heat because, you know, if you're out in the hot heat, you could experience heat strokes or, you know, just different things that your body is not used to in that. So you can work longer in the colder months. You just may have to bundle up a little bit more. Also, it's a great way to take in the sunlight. When we're in the sunlight and during the summer months, we have to be very careful because we do not want to expose our skin and uh, too far as being burnt from the sun. So we always want to make sure that you put on sunscreen, regardless if it's winter months, su uh, summer months, we need to protect our, our skin. But in the winter months, it's our skin is not going to burn as quickly as it would be through the summer months. Exercise also boosts your immunizations during cold and flu seasons. Staying warm and safe during winter months while exercising, you should be layering to keep warm and dry while exercising outside in the cold. Sometimes we tend to put too many layers on and then we start to sweat. So we got to be very careful about that if you are exercising outside. You could experience hypothermia and also frostbite during the cold winter uh, winter months. So you got to be very careful with the little planning. You can avoid this. I think that might be one of the reasons that people avoid being outside to be active in those colder months because you're thinking, well, it's too cold. I'll have to put on too many clothes. But like you said, that little bit of planning and you're not dealing with that heat and that humidity. So just layering, then you can take a layer off as you warm up. But I, I do find myself more likely to go out for a walk on my lunch break or something like that as it gets a little cooler because the humidity is lower. I can breathe a lot better. Yeah, I agree. You know, just having that little bit of extra planning when it comes to going outside, you know, we have to plan through this summer months too. You know, we have to plan when it's raining outside. So just having that little extra time uh, to think about, okay, what kind of clothes can I put on that I'm going to be able to avoid far as either having uh, frostbite or hypothermia. But there's so many good benefits of being able to be outside during winter months, not only for yourself, but for your family as well. So it's just thinking about what you're going to do and when you're going to do it uh, goes a long way. When we are exposed far as to these elements like rain, snow, bitter winds, your body loses heat quicker. And so the National Weather Service reports that a day with temperatures of 30 degree and winds of 30 miles per hour as an effective temperature of roughly 15 degrees. And if you um, get wet from rain, snow, sweat, the effects will be even more pronounced. This highlights the significance of wearing multiple layers. You know, the insulation against the cold also helps keep the warm air inside. So just being able to look, okay, this is what the temperature is going to be for that day. This is what it's supposed to do. Is it supposed to rain snow? You know, am I going to be able, am I, am I going to be able to sweat or not going to be able to? So just take in the consideration of all of the elements of that. I found too, like if I want to go outside and like go for a walk or go for a hike when it's colder out, I don't necessarily need typically a much heavier jacket because I feel like our core stays pretty warm. 
But for me, like just making sure that I have gloves and a hat with me makes all the difference in the world. And it really, it, it keeps me warm and comfortable. And then as I go, I may lose layers. But I think, you know, it's key to make sure you have those accessories that maybe don't always keep on you because we, we lose our body heat, you know, through our head. And if my hands are frozen, I'm going to be miserable. So I think just thinking about those things can make it that much easier to get outside and get active when it's cooler. And wearing thicker socks. I find that that's helpful for me because my toes will get cold. I don't know about you, but if my toes get cold, then most of the time I'm ready to go in. So I always try to make sure that I got either layers or I got a really thick pair of socks on as well. Also, another thing we think about, you know, is the age of our children. Sometimes if you have a newborn, you definitely want to stay inside, you know, during the winter months to protect them. You know, if you've got a toddler saying, you know, you don't want to, yes, they need physical activity. Yes, they need to get out all their little zoomies that, you know, uh, that they have, you know, because they've been cooped up in the house. But you also need to be able to think about, is it safe for them to go outside? And also then as you have children older and us as an adult as well. Tiffany made a really good point a while ago about the coat, you know, thinking about what kind of clothes can we put on? What type of jackets can we put on? Do they have uh, cotton in them? You know, cotton absorbs moisture from the snow and being outside. And it also it can trap the moisture and make you feel colder or heavy, heavier as well. So be careful what kind of clothes you're going to put on and make sure that they are where they can uh, adapt the elements that you're going to be in. Moisture wrinkled fabric uh, like those seen in high performance athletes apparel, uh, an ideal for use as a first layer because of the, the ability to take sweat away from your skin. Next fleece should be added and then thin layer of waterproof should be applied over top because you're going to take that top layer and that's going to help far as keep it out of the other layers that you have on. So think about what do you have the proper clothing to go outside if it is colder outside or if it's if you're playing in the snow. My children are all big now, so we don't go out and play in the snow like we did when they was little. But I always made sure that they had the right things to wear to be able to go out. Being active is knowing how much physical exercise you can do each day, just like in the summer months. We still need certain type of exercise throughout the whole summer months and every day. It still applies for winter months as well. According to the Physical Activity Guidelines for America, says that people need to be active at least two and a half hours a week. Children aged three to five should be physically active on and off throughout the day. Kids ages 6 to 17 need to be active for at least 60 minutes a day for at least three days a week. Adults should have at least 150 minutes of moderate aerobic activity, as well as two muscle strengthening activities each week. These are three different types of physical activity, aerobics, muscle building, and also bone building. Here are some just some ideas that you and your family can do to reach these goals. You know, create a plan together. Creating that plan together will help your family feel more adequate to getting outside together. If you're planning it together, that's going to revolve around everybody and just not yourself. So 
include them in of what your plans are for that day and ask them what they want to do also for that day. Participating with your family in the planning is the best approach to making this happen. Set aside times each week for your joint physical activity and also having your own private activity. I know right now we are gearing up to be in the winter months, but in the past, have you guys had, you know, any time or any certain day that you guys decided this is what we're going to do? We typically use the weekends just because that's when we don't have school. My husband and I are both off work most weekends. So we typically, if we're going to do something together as a family, we would normally do that on a weekend. Yeah, we're the same. Um, We don't really have any specific routine. Weekends would be um, a big one. And then I think also any school breaks. So, you know, if they're out for Thanksgiving or Christmas for a couple weeks or fall break, trying to get out and active when we have that extra time together as a family, you know, but we don't have it scheduled out and we probably should. It would be good if we had it more planned um, and knew that's what we were going to do. Yeah, that's the same. I think the weekends are easier and I'm sure it's for you all, which um, our listeners may not have this issue, but usually in the winter when you leave for work, it's dark. And when you come home, it's dark outside. (laughs) So sometimes it's hard to take advantage of that extra time like you do during the summer Uh, usually we're outside as soon as you get home from work so the weekends and then just again paying attention to the weather and when that sun usually like right after lunch getting outside and getting some fresh air when the sun's shining and it's the warmest part of the day yeah you guys all brought up really good points and also far as sometimes you don't know what the weather's going to do if you plan it so sometimes you have to think plan it the like the beginning of the week or middle of the week that this is what we're going to do for the weekend because we know what the weather is going to bring. Also setting goals for you and your family, being typically busy and leaving the house, just like you said a few minutes ago, Amanda, you know, it's dark when you leave and dark when you get back. Thinking about goals around that and the coldness as well. Making a list of summertime activities you and your family like to do. Consider how you may modify them activities for the winter. You may not be able to go outside and do the exact same activity that you would in the summer months, but you can also maybe make a game of it if you have an area in your house or in your garage or basement or even an activities building in your community of being able to modify what them activities are. I know a lot of um, sports also kind of gear and switch into through the winter months inside activities for them. And that's okay, too, as long as you're spending time as a family and also far as getting that physical activity in as well. It's a great idea. Um, We've taken advantage of like children museums and then just little, you know, inside parks because our son's small and he's not going to go run with me for a mile. But just getting him out in a different element and just running because he will find anything to get into no matter where we go. So finding something indoor that's just a a new way of looking at it. That's a great point. Yeah, absolutely. And I was thinking recreation departments or um, gyms or churches or community centers. There are a lot of places that have indoor gyms that may not require membership, but I think you probably could locate one that was a free or low fee. Um, And that can be a great way to continue being active 
with whatever sports you like to do. I know um, on our farm, my father-in-law has a shop um, and he actually has it heated and cooled so he, we can use it year round. So we're blessed in that way, the opportunity to use that. But he plays pickleball in it. And then my son was able to put up a basketball goal. So he'll go down there and he can shoot and dribble when it's too gross outside, too rainy, cold, um, windy, any of the things that would hinder him. And then now my daughter is getting involved in volleyball. And so they've talked about getting a volleyball net so she can practice some of her skills down there as well. And so I know not everyone has access to something like that, but I do think there are a lot of opportunities for different places within communities where you can access a gym or a larger space indoors to kind of still get that physical activity and work on those skills that may be something that your family enjoys. One of the things that me and my family did this past winter, and all of you all, if you are new to listening to us, all my children are in their early 20s. And uh, but last year, they had the bright idea that they wanted to go ice skating. So we packed up and we took off to um a neighboring county over and we went ice skating. Actually, I did not. I watched my granddaughter and the rest of my children out there because I was afraid I would break a hip. I'm just saying I'm a little older now. I'm just going to throw that out there. So that was not an activity for me, but it was an activity as a family we could go and enjoy together. And I got great pictures and great laughs at my older children as they ice skated, you know, but that's something you you may not be able to experience, but you can experience it as a family, though, is something to think about. Now, we bought, you know, tickets to go, but there is all different types of activities that you can do free through the winter months. We are going to talk about these activities here in just a second of things that you can do that do not cost any money. Also, another tip is switching off your TV and all of your electrical devices. Encourage family time at least two hours. I suggest every day, but sometimes we don't have every day. So I encourage you to you know, step away from the screen time yourself and your family and just enjoy yourself inside your home together. Maybe not be exercising, but have a little bit of family time together will help as well. I love that you brought up turning off the screens because we actually are talking in the next episode all about screen time. So I love that you went ahead and advertised our next episode. It's really actually really important. So I, I'm, I'm excited for our next episode about that. Some of the outdoor activities that you and your family might consider would be taking a brisk walk uh, that has been mentioned today already. You know, hiking. Now, if it's it is a snowing and the ice storm coming, you don't want to go take a hike or walk outside. You know, so taking consideration what the weather's doing. Also, go on jogging and running. Raking leaves. Fall is the perfect time whenever leaves are falling and you have to get them up off from you know your grass. And so raking leaves is a actually fun activity. If you have smaller ones, you can rake them all in a big pile and let them jump in them. I've done that whenever I was, you know, growing up and my children has too. Ice skating, as I mentioned a while ago, sledding, and also cross-country uh, skiing. I personally have never been skiing before, but I know a lot of people that has, and that is a really fun activity for the family to enjoy. Some indoor activities that you and your family might consider. 
making a home workout circuit, you know, creating that circuit together. If you got small ones, you know, that way you can modify that for your littles. Also, if you have teens, you know, modifying it for them. Also, you can modify it for yourself and the rest of your family, whatever's best for you and your family. Dancing. Dancing is another great activity for us to do. Maybe not the whole family, but maybe with yourself and your daughter. Ashley Gordon, and her little, they love to dance all the time together. So I think that's great. Activities of housework. Who ever thought that housework is a great activity to do inside with your family? My kids would say absolutely not, but it is a great activity. Vacuuming and sweeping. I'm joining in with your kids and going for a hard <laughs> pass on that vacuuming. <laughs> Yeah, they don't, they don't see that as, you know, a family affair, but it's okay. They still do it anyway. So also going to the mall, you know, if you don't, if you would like to get out and just enjoy being out around other people, but you don't want to be outside in that, go to the mall, go to a local shopping center that is inside that you can walk the perimeters of that. Also bowling is another great activity, roller skating. Two of my daughters this year, my bonus daughter and my other daughter, they decided they wanted to start roller skating as well with the ice skating. And they was going about every weekend this past uh, fall and winter winter months, and they got pretty good at it. So I used to love to roller skate. As I said earlier, I'm a little older, so now I kind of stay away from that activity, but I enjoy watching. Yoga and other fun group classes at your local gym, studio, and community centers. Physical exercise, uh, like playing sports, going to the gym classes, or even just playing on the playground. It is important for your child's growth and development. Everybody knows that working out regularly is good for your body in many different ways. There's also good effects on the mind and the brain, such as a better mood and better cognitive functions. I encourage you to start planning out your winter month activities for you and your whole family to enjoy. Ways you can help spread the word about Life Simplified Podcast. Go to our Facebook page, Life Simplified Podcast, and take our survey. Share it on your Facebook page. Also, take a screenshot of your favorite episode and share it on your social media page. Rate us or leave us a review on our podcast app. For any future episodes or questions, please contact Life Simplified Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. This is Life Simplified. Thanks for listening to Life Simplified. We are family and consumer sciences agents with the University of Kentucky Cooperative Extension Service. Contact us at Life Simplified Podcast at gmail.com.